Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. No, none taken. That is right, none taken. Uh, I am the Movie Moron. This is the Movie Moron Podcast, and I'm your host, Easton Moore. Hello there. And then with us, as always, is our practical co-host himself, Trevor. This is getting out of hand. Dang it. Now there are two of them. <laughs> That's good, though. I thought you were going to do General Kenobi. <laughs> that would have worked very well. But, but that was that was also good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you are watching, you can tell that there are only two of us sitting here. Um, and if you're listening, I'm now telling you there are only two of us sitting here. Only two. Uh, Tristan is out of town. She did watch this movie, but she is out of town. Um, we talked about getting a third person on, but... Um, I no think one wanted to watch it. Well, I do know somebody (laughs) did want to watch it. He just didn't have time to watch it before we were recording. Mm. But other than that one person, I don't think I could find anybody else that really wanted to watch this. Um, But nonetheless, uh, we still wanted to to get this one in, or at least I did, um, because I am a huge Ari Aster fan. We're doing Ari Aster's new um, horror movie. I mean, he pretty much only does horror movies. But Mm -hmm. um, uh, Bo is Afraid. This is pretty horror. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> got him just kidding you don't know what i think yet nope um but um yeah uh, it used to be called disappointment boulevard um if you've listened to the, our podcast i think it's a better title too mm-hmm. um i used i was calling this bayou is afraid <laughs> bayou for, is afraid. for like six months <laughs> uh but it's Bo is afraid and um yeah, we're 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 gonna do that, and we're gonna review it, and uh, we're gonna have probably some opinions going on. So, oof. Um, okay, well, let's just let's just get off on uh, general thoughts. Um, first of all, this is not a review of all Ari Aster movies. <laughs> you oh. can you can you can you can say something if you want. But uh, I know you're probably going to shit on all Ari Aster movies. I, I have only seen Hereditary. His only other one I've seen is Hereditary. Okay. I haven't seen Midsummer, uh, And it's been a long time since you've seen Hereditary. It has been. But this movie reminded me of one of the parts of Hereditary I didn't like. Okay. So we'll have to wait for spoilers for it. But Yeah, that'll be interesting because I don't feel like this has any connection to his, old, his earlier works. Gotcha. This is completely out of the left field. Other than it, it was significantly different. Other mm-hmm. than it being a horror, yeah. it's doesn't feel anywhere near uh his other work so yeah but uh yeah let's let's hear your general thoughts i think the first act is great i think it's really really strong for the first hour and then the second hour is like a little bit weaker i thought i thought it was fine uh, nathan lane is in this and i really enjoy him and nate who plays nathan lane's wife uh her name is i don't know is it grace it is Grace, Amy Ryan. She plays Holly on The Office. And so it's nice mm-hmm. to see two actors that I haven't seen in a minute do things and be good at them. Yeah, I thought they were both good. Yeah. Uh, and then the third hour, it kind of real. So there's there there's a play in this. Yeah. That's all I'll say about it. Sure. But after that, I was like, okay, I'm kind of back on board with this. Like for this that next half hour, I was like, okay, I can not even half hour, like forty five minutes, almost to the end. I was like, I dig oh, this, yeah, yeah. And then the last like fifteen to twenty minutes, I was like, what are you, what are you doing, man? I it's just, I I feel like 
Ari Aster just had a story he wanted to tell. And I I'm just I mean, I don't know, man. It was fine, I guess, but he he there wasn't any grounding to it, I feel like. I feel like he was trying to do like uh like uh I'm thinking of ending things. Like we talked about that a little bit before people were equating these two movies. I think he tried to do that. And I've also he says in the in the description how this is an Odyssey. I haven't read the Odyssey, but I know some Greek stuff. Like I think the three sons, that's a Poseidon story, I think. And it's like there's no semblance, there's no tie to it. Which is why I think the first act is so strong, and we can talk about that in the spoilers. But no, and Joaquin Phoenix is great. I think he's the I think he's the best part. Almost everybody Phoenix has said that Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job with this, but then mm-hmm. there's been a pretty high con- controversy of the film in general. Letterboxd oh, okay. is pretty high on it, but Twitter is pretty low on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I except for a film score. Yeah. I assume audience score is not going to be great on that one. No, I wouldn't think so either, but you never know, man. um, The biggest thing I've heard from this is people saying um, that this movie, I think Ari Aster had his, he had total and complete creative control. Actually, so uh, critic consensus is 68%, which I'll take that. Yeah. Audience score is 74. It's kind of in the same realm. Yeah. And it'll probably go down as... More, more casual, people yeah. casual people watch it. More people decide to take the three-hour leap. <laughs> yeah, I think the reason why this started so hot on Letterbox is because the people that are watching this are people that like this style of mm-hmm. film. Um, and as it, and maybe casual viewers will never watch this because it's three hours and it's an art. It's not even artsy. I don't even know what to categorize it as, yeah. other than possibly a psychological thriller. Yeah, and it's the closest I could get to categorizing it. Yeah, and I feel like I heard him, or maybe I read something where he he said this is a psychological thriller, but it's not your psyche; it's Bose. Oh, a hundred percent. And I was like, okay, like get off your high horse, man. Oh, <laughs> but I I got that from the film. I it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. But yeah, yeah I'm so excited to talk about spoilers, man. <laughs> yes, uh, this movie is very heavily spoiler, so we'll we'll see how much we talk about it yeah, yeah. Uh, without spoilers. But um, I kind of agree. I thought we were going to be in two completely different fields, mm-hmm. um, just off of your Twitter tweet. <laughs> yeah, Twitter tweet. Twitter your tweet. Ori- yeah, your original tweet. It looked like uh, it was all bad. From, oh. from that. Well, um, oh, where I said, well, this is a movie I watched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I I feel kind of the same of what uh, a lot of people are, which I came into this with a lot of high hopes because mm-hmm. uh, Ari Aster's two previous films, Hereditary and Midsommar, are two of my favorite movies that have come out, come out over the last five, six years. Um, Hereditary is my favorite horror movie of all time. Midsommar is really close. Um it seemed like everything he's done in the past has been extremely well thought out. Um, a really interesting story that's played out, um, subtly. Um, but then it finally gets to a point where, um, everything comes colliding all at once. Mm -hmm. Um, and this movie does not have that. Um, I thought the third act was extremely rough and this movie is basically three different films in one. Mm -hmm. Um, you have act one, act two and act three that all, um, are doing something almost entirely different. The only thing that ties it together is the fact that 
uh, Bo is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only tying factor. Um, what which, about Jeeves? The what? What about Jeeves, who worms his way into the last 15 minutes for a second? He's the he's the the guy the family adopted. He's not in the last 15 minutes. Yeah, he is. Oh, I I th- not He's in there for a second. Okay. Yeah. We'll I guess we'll, we'll chat about uh, it. Yeah, you can tell me that. <laughs> um, but basically there's there's basically three-ish settings mm-hmm. and there's an I don't know if it's fully an hour, but it's one act at this location, one act in this location. I don't know. I was location. checking my phone like just every time I like thought that we had gotten to like uh, the next act and it was like almost to the dot an hour. Well, maybe. Yeah, it was crazy. But, um, I very much did like the first act. I thought it had some really interesting um, mental illness kind of mm-hmm. themes to it, Yeah, uh, which I was really attaching to. I thought it was really weird. Don't get me wrong, but I thought it was good weird. Yes. And then the second act, until we got to the very end of the second act, mm-hmm. I was also on board for. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple things that I disliked, but not like hated. And then even when we got to the third act, um, the first part of the third act I even kind of enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It was really the last yeah. 20 minutes where you just... It feels like there's no consistency in what he's trying to communicate yeah. to his audience. Now, I think he obviously understands what he's trying to say, but it doesn't come through to the screen yeah. very well. I don't, um, I don't know, man. I feel like if you went and talked to him about this, I I feel like he'd give you some like bullcrap gray no, area answer. I feel like uh, there's one theme that lasts throughout, mm-hmm. which is the I think the major theme. But there's a lot of other stuff that like first uh, the major theme isn't even like a pivotal one in the first or second, mm-hmm. but like after you understand it, yeah. you can see it throughout. But I think I. I think I caught it. Now that you said, now that you put it that way, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Um, so I, like I said, I think he has, and I like he understands what he was trying to say, but I think he was trying way too hard to like be the perspective of Bo, and and so it it loses the audience because there's no, you never know what's real and what's not. There's yeah. no sense of reality, and. I guess kudos to him because the story is supposed to be through Bo, who may has a problem with dealing with reality, but it just is too difficult to understand as an audience member. I think if you have his mind as the writer, you can see all of the points, but if you like there, there's usually movies will do some, some sort of something to tell you this is through the perspective of somebody but we're not fully in reality. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's real and what's not. And that's I, I, that's the part of the reason I don't. I walked away feeling weird about this because, yeah, he he dances back and forth between are we in reality, or are we not? Are we in his head the whole time? And then if we are in his head the whole time, there is some really great moments of lucidness where he, like, is in the moment and we can tell he's in the moment. This is really happening. But the way the world interacts with him, I, it's just, I, if I could sum it up in a word that's non-spoiler, I was, I'll say this. Bo is not afraid. <laughs> I'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> um, 
But, I mean, overall, I did enjoy a, at least a good section of this. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think he added, I think he just added too much. There was just too much going on to fully have a coherent story mm-hmm. that I think is easy-ish to follow. Yeah. Because I thought I understood the movie at three different points mm-hmm. in three different ways. Yeah. I would, I like... And I don't even mean first act, second act, third act. I just mean like I had hit a point and I'm like, oh, I understand what this is. Yeah. And then something would throw that whole entire idea out the window. And I'd yeah. be like, okay, well, I guess that does make sense. Like we were seeing it in this way and now we get more information. And so this is what all this is supposed to be. And then the third act throws everything that I had thought previously out the window mm-hmm. and adds in a whole new aspect that doesn't really, like I would be curious to see how I would, see the first two acts knowing the third but i i i almost think it it might be worse yeah knowing because you do have to think about the entire film through the lens of the of the end Mm -hmm. um so i don't know yeah but the music i thought was really good the visuals were fantastic especially when you do get to the theater part Mm -hmm. i thought that theater uh act yeah was really well done. I think it's very weird, obviously, um, and is kind of thrown in there in between acts. Yeah. Um, but it's visually cool, and um, I don't know. I, I liked getting out of the story for a second to see something else. Um, but Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to go. I kept trying to find things that he's, he was trying to replicate, I guess, like – I thought it was going to be a Midsummer's Night Stream thing with like the play within a play, like he, you know, it. I'm not. I can't say more than that. Sure. But no, yeah, I I agree. I thought the I thought that sequence was cool. Um, not to give it totally away, but it, there's some pretty heavy animation in it, which is neat, and I yeah. I, I liked that view. Um, I didn't think the visuals were all that great. Hmm. I mean, they were fine. They were passable. Like it looked like the thing was supposed to look like, so I just rolled with it. Uh, well, there's one big thing in this that looks really bad. Is it the end? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look good. And it's also, I think is, I, I understand it, maybe it's supposed to be a metaphor to something. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But it's just bad. Yeah. It doesn't fit the rest of the movie. It throws you way outside of loop. I understand it's supposed to be a shock factor. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing in that scenario makes total, like makes sense. And I could see from a mile away, and uh-huh. I was really expecting that, and I thought that was good. But then the big thing, uh-huh. I was like, this is – that almost ruined the entire movie for me. I'm trying to decompartmentalize that yeah, yeah. one thing and just try to explain it as – without spoiling anything, just trying to th- throw yeah. it into something else so that I can look at the rest of the movie because – that really fucks up the movie, yeah. in my opinion. Okay. I think it was supposed to be some shock factor. I'm thinking of two different things, and so I'm curious to see which one you think it is or sure. which one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, and I, I, yeah, with the music, I thought it was, it definitely served its, pur- served its purpose, uh, served, helped to factor in the eeriness of what yeah. was happening. And so. he's really good at uh, weaving in, uh, and that's why, that, it's one thing I really like about his movies is, mm-hmm. His his soundtracks and scores are are very eerie. They're not great on their own. Like I wouldn't just listen to a hereditary soundtrack, but 
it fits the movie very well yep. and and gets you in the mood for the exact scenario you were, scenario you are in, mm-hmm. and it's not like overly campy horror. It's it's yeah, yeah. I do yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and this movie in general is not in campy horror no, <laughs> or anything no, at all. <laughs> it is uh, um, it's a psychological thriller, not like Get Out or something mm-hmm. like that. It's just um, the horror it would be to live in this mind is kind of the. I liked the way you said that because, like I like I said earlier, there's a part of this movie looking at through a certain lens rubs me the wrong way a lot. Yeah, and yeah, the way I like the way you said that. Yeah, um, and maybe a few people can relate. Yeah, um, I can't specifically, but maybe yeah. some people can. So I don't know. That's uh, kind of where 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 I'm at. I don't really have too many other general thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um. I will say, in my opinion, also not having seen Hereditary since the theater watch, uh, I did like this better than Hereditary. Of the two Ari Aster films I've seen, I liked this one more. I feel like if you rewatch Hereditary, you would like Hereditary significantly more than this. Probably, but... And if you watch Midsummer, uh, Let's let's never open that box. (laughs) I don't want to rank these quite yet, but I will. Um, This is definitely on the bottom tier of... of There's only three. Yeah. Um, Ari Aster was, I think, my favorite up-and-coming director, um, or maybe even favorite director. I don't know, really. But, I mean, he had two movies. Hereditary, my favorite horror movie of all time, five mm-hmm. five out of five stars. Midsummer, a four and a half out of five. I mean, that's an average of 4.75. Ooh, um, nice math. Okay. I'm, listen, I'm bad at math, man. Get off me. That may not even be the right. I was just taking. I sounded yeah. right. So it's yeah. good to me. Um, and this doesn't even hit close to those, yeah. uh, which is very disappointing. I was extremely. When I heard Joaquin Phoenix in an Ari Aster film, I was like, let's go. Like, this is going to be an epic. Yeah. This is going to be better than anything. Walking. This is going to be better than Joker. This is going to be better than um, uh, um, the one. That I had shown you. Uh, you were never really there. Oh. Uh, I don't know about better than Gladiator, but maybe. I just like, I, I was Joaquin trying to think Phoenix of the only other that. movie that Joaquin Phoenix was in. Um, he's in a crap ton. I don't know. Oh, Walk the Lines, another one that he's in. That's yeah. really good. Um, oh, The Master is really good. Master is good. Um, ah, The Master is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about it. And for he's fantastic. He's really good in it. Um, so I thought a great pairing of actor and director was going to lead to something that was just groundbreakingly good. Yeah. But I don't see this winning any awards. I don't see this get, I don't see this getting anything. This is going to, I think this is going to die within the next couple months. Yeah. Or months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas hereditary, I, I believe won some awards. I believe. If not, me. that's a travesty. But I, I believe it? it did. Yes, <laughs> I. That is the best modern horror that we've ever got. No. What What's the better? We'll disagree. What, we'll get out. To, I, I, like, no. I like to think the Conjuring is better than Hereditary. That was 2013, but even then, still think Hereditary is significantly better. Oh, you're entitled to your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah, and we can both hate each other's opinions. Now this is part. That wasn't the one I wanted. I was really hoping it was going to say podcasting. <laughs> you fool. Oh. That's what I was going for. Ah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, do you want to do recommendations real quick and then we'll do spoilers? 
Yeah. Or do you have anything else you have for spoiler free? No, we, okay. we need to get spoilers. Yeah. I, no, I don't recommend this. Unfortunately, I don't either. Wow. No. I I think 99% of people could skip this. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ari Aster. I love you still. I'm still going to be the first person in the seats to watch your next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was not over... I was not head over heels over this one like I was your last two. Um, I specifically went out and showed one of my friends all of your previous movies. I know you're listening to this, Ari Aster, so I'm talking to you directly. <laughs> I showed I showed my friend both of your movies, and he loved both of them. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to rush to show my friend this one right. at all. Maybe I'll just shut it off just once he uh, gets to his Just watch point. the first hour, and then when he... When I don't he, even mind that, the second hour. When that thing happens, just be like, and then it ended. Yeah. It's a great short <laughs> film, yeah, right? right? Yeah. It would be a Man, good short a, film. A crisp hour 45. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah, we're going to take a little break, listen to the ads, and then uh, we'll be back for the spoiler part of the review. Oh, that's sad. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. What is that? If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Then you're my enemy. Why is that pause so long? <laughs> For dramatic effect. Oh, of course. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you hated this altogether, so I was ready to just pop that if you're one. you're not oh. with me, <laughs> then you're my enemy. A little, a little preemptive uh, <laughs> but, preemptive planning there. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't. You, sure. you surprised me. Good. I'm glad. Are we back? Is this us being back? Sure. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. We um, did it. <laughs> we did it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get into spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, um, go ahead and pause now and uh, forever let this go. Or yeah. go watch it. I mean, it, it's totally up to you. You could totally feel tell, something that, that we like, don't. Um, it's just, it is a long three hours. And that's why I'm reserved. If this was two hours yeah. and 15 minutes or whatever, or two hours, and I didn't necessarily like the last 20 minutes, mm-hmm. I would be a little bit more okay with saying, yeah, go see it. But like, it's three hours and it's a long three hours. Mm-hmm. And I feel like th- the payoff is not what a lot of people are going to be happy about. So I don't really want to put out that recommendation. Right. Even though I don't, I don't hate this. Yeah. But um, I think, especially with my uh, expectations being as high as they were, um, and the fact that he's met my expectations before, like that's interesting. I I feel like you went in with high expectations, and I went in with not low, but I was like, I like a twenty four. I don't particularly care for Ari Aster. Well, let's the one. Uh, but film I like Walking Phoenix. Yeah, the one yeah. film I see. But I like I like Walking Phoenix. So let's see what happens. So I feel like we're gonna kind of meet in the middle here. That's the kind of vibe I'm picking up. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Which, which I'm scared to hear Tristan's review because <laughs> I had this movie in a draft, and she's gonna tank it. Oh no! Uh, I feel like uh, Tristan's gonna be coming out with like a one or one and a half. So oh sure. I don't think she enjoyed it at all. Yeah. Um, because we talked about it a little bit. Uh, she was mad that she, not mad, uh-huh. but she didn't understand like anything and i'm like yeah. don't feel bad that you don't understand yeah, this. yeah of course because tristan when you inevitably listen to this please don't feel bad yeah and i told her that i was like we 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 went to jose peppers afterwards Ooh, and um, did you guys get some it, es- it, of course espinaca of course and um 
She was like, I just didn't get that movie at all. It's making me upset. I'm like, Duh. yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I had this movie wrapped up, not wrapped up. Like I knew where like everything that was going to happen, yeah, but yeah. like the, the theme that it was trying to portray, <laughs> it hit the point you went, ah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. And now ah, I'm ready cinema <laughs> and I'm ready for the, like the adventure, like what, yeah. like, cause now I can understand what it's trying to communicate here. And I'll say that the first act or whatever, I thought this was supposed to be showing somebody living in, um, in a, a the very high sense of anxiety and paranoia, and I thought there's a disorder where people, um, I mean, in, like, really high-end issues where they feel like everybody is, a, everything is attacking oh, them. Is schizophrenia? It's a form of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, like, everyday life happens. Yeah. And, and their mind takes it as all attacking them. Yeah. Um, and, and so, like, um... When he has to sprint through the door uh, because that person's like running at him. Yeah. Um, like in his mind, that guy, like in reality, that guy could have just been saying, hey, I need money. Yeah. And, but in his mind, he has him like physically trying to attack him. And I thought that's what he was trying to do. And I was like, yeah, man. Like, I, when that scene happened, I was like, is this him every night? Is he has to sprint to his door because yeah. this weirdo's out there that's gonna like stab him? Yeah, because guess what? There's weirdos out there stabbing people. Yeah, and so and 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 my mind, I thought this was supposed to be. Bo has this disorder that he feels like everything is directly attacking him, mm-hmm. and and so all of the homeless people breaking into it, like that doesn't actually like maybe that didn't actually happen. Maybe it was one person or yeah. whatever. Um, the uh, um. There were multiple things that um, happened that now I can't quite remember. Well, the, obviously the person in the above his bathroom, yeah, like that could have been. His, oh, his oh. key getting his key getting stolen. stolen. Yeah, like um, I could see him losing it and his mind making it out to that somebody in his apartment stole it. Yeah, um, and then like the music thing, uh-huh. like him just creating that in his head. Yeah, that somebody's freaking out oh, about because, music yeah yeah and so i thought that's what it's trying to do it's like trying to show like what it is as somebody that has these like huge mental disorders like what it like feels like for them yeah and then you hear his mom talking and like she's a real like neurotypical not having mm-hmm. these issues person yeah like having to deal with someone that has these issues and right. then that got that and that that's not what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's not what this movie was at all. So, I yeah. don't know why I went on that rant. No, but that's actually good you did, because okay. I feel the same way, uh, with a couple slight variations. Sure. I, I thought that all the homeless people were different aspects of what he was afraid of, or different aspects of his personality disorder, if there was one, which I feel like it implied that it did. Like, there's the constant threat of death. Through the entire first hour, he is always near a dead body. Yeah. And then... The guy that just goes, help me, help me, help me, help me. It's yeah. like wants or something. I thought that's kind of where, and then like the violence and whatever. Anyway, and then I thought, because when the guy in the bathtub drops, I was like, and that's like right before, that's like right at the end of the first hour. And I was like, oh, this is a suicide attempt. Like he's trying to drown himself because with this, guy, I think that's the guy that was saying, help me. And so that would make sense that blah, blah, blah. And then the movie went on and I was like, Okay, whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, I wasn't that harsh. But uh, 
yeah. So what rubbed me the wrong way about all of that was because, and I think not that I took it this way, but my mind did go there for a second. You know, this is supposed to be a, we've said the word psychological thriller often. And I feel like Ari kind of inadvertently was like, look how horrible it is to be inside of the mind of somebody with a mental disability. You couldn't handle that. Look how scary this is. And look, and not that I'm saying that was his intention. Not that I'm saying that like, that is what I took from it. But I did think for a second about this could be taken in the wrong context in terms of like, he's assuming what it's like and blah, blah, blah. But sure. anyway, yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, the first, act, I mean, all that stuff is great. The the stuff with the pill, we get to see uh, uh, the guy that plays Jeremy. I like that actor too. Um, I can't think of his name, but uh, I like the thing with the pills and going to get the water, the decision that and walking, like the acting we've said is great. Joaquin having to like put the book in the, the decision he makes to like, I'm going to put this book in the door mm-hmm. and then the whole interchange. like he, his acting is so good in this, yeah. <laughs> the whole interchange with the cashier yeah. talking about it. Oh, did you remember that? Or from the beginning, the boat flips in the very beginning of the movie, there's a mom like getting at, getting her kid. She's like yelling for her kid because he's run away and he's oh, playing yes, with the boat yes. in the water. Yes, and then it flips, and then so I was like, "Aha, I yeah. see you." <laughs> but um, oh, and then the water overflowing. So there's like aspects of this that connect, you know. Yeah. But anyway, and the, then go ahead. The only theme I thought that was consistent was the theme of guilt. Oh yeah, but even then, it's not even a major theme until it's like shoved down your throat, right? In the last ten minutes, and then it's like, okay, now I can look at this movie through the light of guilt, mm-hmm. and I see it. But like, there's so many more prominent things. Yeah, I didn't and- get that when you mentioned it earlier. I thought you were meaning like he's always like maybe everything he's doing is trying to get back to Elaine, but yeah, they even write down guilt in the beginning. He writes it in the mm-hmm. thing, and so. Elaine was a weird. So speaking about how he's, I don't know if Ari Aster has specifically said that he based this off the Odyssey, but it does feel like that. Sure. Uh, So I think the reason Elaine exists is because Odysseus gets trapped on an Island by Calypso and she forces him to be her, her lover for seven years. And so I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense that like, he and whether he did or not, you know, we don't know, but he says he's saving himself for her. Like she's locked him in this state of you can only be with me. And then he does wait for her and you know, whatever. Gotcha. So I thought maybe that, but then, you know, like there's so many, this movie goes in so many different directions. I could just be pulling that from nothing, you well, know, because the freezing sex scene doesn't make any sense. I think that's supposed to be a joke. Cause doesn't, isn't he afraid to have sex because if yeah, he thinks or- he's going to die. Yeah. And so I think that's like just supposed to be, but it doesn't make any sense that she just, they say, yeah. And the, it's a bogus answer. His mom gives him about, she says his dad has a heart murmur. And so he died yeah. after, I think that's what's supposed to have happened. That she had a heart murmur. Yeah. And then she died as soon as she cli- uh, climaxed, even though she's definitely climaxed before. And maybe, I don't know. That was what I got from it though. Yeah, why she what, froze though was weird. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it feels like a. Sorry, you said froze, and I my brain took that as died. <laughs> no, like literally a frozen body. That's yeah. like that's not what happens when you die. Right. Yeah. When she gets carried off, I was like, man, that rigor mortis set in real quick. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, there are like in the third act, you see him walking throughout the house, um, mm-hmm. and you see him go through like the the wall, uh-huh. and um, I think it's it's showing that she's like a part of a like her business or enterprise was like a drug company. Yeah, and he was like the face of it. it yeah, looked like and so I I thought maybe this was supposed to be like an anti drug campaign. Oh, um, yeah. But then again, the the last twenty minutes just throw yeah. all of that. Like, there's just nothing you can solidify that like what this is really trying to say. Yeah. Other than it just hit me. He sees a picture of himself in his apartment, and I uh-huh. was thinking. That looks like a shot from earlier in the movie. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, well, maybe it's just like, a, we're not supposed to say anything, anything of it. But if he's being filmed or whatever because of the video at the very end, that makes sense that she just has that photo in there. The video at the very end? When they're showing his, like, when they're showing, like, previous parts of the movie. Like, you'll feed your fish, but you won't help this beggar. You'll mm. do this, but you won't do that kind of thing. Yeah. And they also have the TV at the house that has his whole life. Just yeah, he can fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those things are just supposed to make you uncomfortable, I guess. It just there doesn't seem like there's a point. Yeah. It, yeah. And if it and was not correct or like, you know, if he I don't I don't know. I feel like there's a way to have done that. Just uh, yeah, just have it pause when you see her enter the room or like have it stop and he turns around she's there. So, yeah. You know. It's it just I I really just don't understand where the point. It's, it's just never communicated the point well enough. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's a great way to put which it. Which is which is what made it difficult. Mm-hmm. So Nathan Lane and and I forgot her name already. I just, I just like Nathan Lane uh, and Amy Ryan. They they were trying to adopt him, right? That was the whole that was kind thing. of the bit. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I liked that they were aware of what they were doing. And I like that, like with Jeeves. Um, oh, if uh, I'll, I'll save it. Never mind. Um, that they give him the story of, oh, and don't they imply that he killed their son? I mean, I didn't catch that. They said that they found him in the jungle and he was shooting his, he was oh, shooting oh, his squad. Oh. And she goes, he was even shooting his own squad mates or something I, like that. I um, I thought you were talking about Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, sorry. No, but no, no, I think I I think they were implying that like he went so crazy from what happened that he started like shooting the dead bodies gotcha. of everybody, including his teammates gotcha. or uh, squad mates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew what you his meant. allies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But I, I think that's just what they were alluding to. Gotcha. Um, but maybe I, I assume they wouldn't have taken him in if well he I, had directly killed his. I don't know, man. I think they're I think they're just supposed to be crazy, and we're not supposed to assume that because they seem so normal. Yeah, and they're the most normal thing we've gotten so far in the movie. Yeah, and they're just over overprotective or overbearing. But then at the same time, she like leaves notes and whispers to him about the yeah things that. Are supposed you know to be uneasy. What? She gives him a note that says, stop incriminating yourself. And I just yeah. got that. Yeah. Because he's being judged or whatever. That's wild. Yeah. Cool. Keep going. <laughs> um, Point for Ari. Yeah. And, and when that happened, I thought maybe like, yeah, I don't know. There were some thoughts of when I saw that, of like, 
He's putting himself in scenarios that make him. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the daughter drinking the paint just felt yeah completely off kilter to everything else that was happening. I think it's like if I had to give it a reason, not that like, I'm, well, like we're dissecting it. We're looking for one. If I had to think of something, I would say, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's character, Bo, is still so like we don't know what's real with him still. Like we've seen him go through all this stuff in the first hour and now we're not sure about like what is happening to what is reality to him where the daughter is feeling the very real like things that happen of, of a family losing a child and grieving, grieving over that child so much that their other living child feels neglected. Uh, and so I think those two things like clash in my head of, of what are you trying? Yeah. Like, what are you trying to say here? Ari, are you, are you trying to like give us this world of metaphors and, and what it's like to be in somebody's side, somebody's head, or are you, is this a real drama of like actual family problems yeah. or are you going for the shock factor of a mm-hmm. horror movie of having somebody drink paint? And yeah. Yeah. And there was also a really strong emphasis on drugs in mm-hmm. that family, yeah. which is why I thought this was another anti-drug campaign yeah, um, because of how heavy that was used and whatnot. But mm-hmm. again, I don't think that was, that was consistent yeah, yeah. Um, to the end. I was really hoping the end of this movie was going to do something solid that would like that you could really lay down Give it a really nice bow and 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 like I don't even need it to be like super upfront. I wasn't like I I yeah. I don't need this to like tell me everything step by step. Um, but like there has to be something that like okay, this is what connects this entire line of events. Uh, yeah. Or like makes the rest of this really make sense, and yeah. it doesn't. Well, and do like that. it just really confuses you more. Yeah, and you know, speaking of the first, I'm not going back to the first act for a second. Also, what was really something that was subtle that you could catch on to was that everything that could go wrong for Bo did. Like, you know, if you if you are gonna, I I don't know. It, okay, so you're going to leave your keys in the lock and you're going to leave your suitcase out by the door. What's the worst thing that could happen? You go get your thing, you come back and your stuff is gone. And then uh, you call your mom. What's the worst thing that could happen? Somebody else could pick up the phone and tell you that maybe she's dead. Uh, you you know, it, so if, you're, if you are listening to this and you decide to go watch the movie after this, play that game and let us know how it goes of that first hour. Just because every, yeah, that was what I was thinking. Well, I mean, even when you get later on, everything's yeah. still the worst yeah, thing that could funny. possibly happen. Um, what you you get hit by you get hit ugh, words hit by a car you get hit by a car and stabbed and, yeah and uh, crazy people take it in and try to make you part of the family and every single time you say that you need to leave they just figure out another way to <laughs> you know what push let's grill <laughs> yeah and then their daughter drinks paint and kills herself right in yeah. front of you don't I. <laughs> Um, the other thought that I had after that paint scene was possibly that, uh, he, his mind was putting himself as the victim. Oh, he was the aggressor. Yes. Yeah. So like he forcibly killed, like forced paint down the the girl's throat and killed her. Yeah. I guess we don't actually, oh no, we do see her do it. You do, but that could just be Bo's mind seeing it and him doing the exact opposite or, um, (laughs) I, 
when he when she grabs the sword off the wall and he crashes through the glass door, you I laughed. laughed so hard. And no, and the theater was silent. Really, <laughs> yeah. I I I heard that several theaters were were laughing for the first two acts. I laughed more than I thought I would in this. But I'll tell you this: I was the only one that oh, laughed <laughs> of the I, ten people in the theater. No, we we I was sitting next to a uh, a gal that told me before we started. She said, "Just to let you know, I make noises during movies." So she was just saying that, like, she laughs. Yeah, yeah. She'll, like, yeah. say, oh, or, you know, whatever. But what, just what a weird way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know her direct. I don't, I'm not quoting her. No. Yes, she just said something about. along the lines of, yeah, yeah. I do, like, I I'm audible. Yeah. I'm audible during movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and she was. Like, she laughed. She said, oh, my gosh. She said, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, I, I dropped in, oh, my gosh, during this movie once. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember... Was it the 15 minute long sex scene? It might have been <laughs> when when the camera goes back to her. Oh yeah. That might have been it. I feel like it was Tristan was that, not but, feeling anyway. that sex scene. Well, I'd hope not. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> it's a weird oh, it's, a, it's a weird scene to <laughs> That's true. But every time uh Joaquin Phoenix's balls were shown, his the girl next that that lady yeah. made an audible noise of, "Oh my god." And what <laughs> hit her? What the hell is balls? Like, like literally saying like his testes and like saying, yeah. 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 Um, Cause when she's riding him, yeah, you see yeah. two ginormous his, big balls. Old cue balls down there. <laughs> yeah. Although I guess if you, <laughs> is that supposed to be a joke on he's been I, saving? I think it's supposed to be a joke that he is not come yeah. in 42 years or whatever. That. But that's not a good joke. It's a little brow. It's a little brow. Well, it's also just not real. Yeah. I mean, um, anatomy speak, for you. Um, I mean, there's some other not real things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, semen is not stored in your balls, so it doesn't make any sense that. Yeah. So it just logically doesn't make sense. Uh, learn anatomy, Ari Aster. Okay, go take biology 101. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the the, the actual anatomy. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" The, <laughs> like, because looked up at the ceiling for a second. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's the liquid that's not stored in your balls. The actual semen is. This conversation is making me uncomfortable. Well, you should. Know it's that. a good thing. <laughs> is this what our conversations re- result to? When Tristan's not here, I wouldn't have this conversation either way. Just, you should know by now. You're you're a very honest person. Um. But anyways, I listen to a podcast, and they talk about semen a lot. So it's a doctor, uh-huh. and people have questions about <laughs> semen a lot. So he has to clarify. Well, don't don't plug his podcast. We have I to, didn't. We have to invoice him if we do. <laughs> I'm sure he needs our listeners. <laughs> He's only a part of the biggest podcasting network. Oh, but whatever. <laughs> um, but anyways, I don't know. I uh. We'll go ahead and say what the big thing is that I think ruined the entire movie, and it's the big... It's the penis monster! Yeah. It it really throws the whole movie off. Right but, before that, you get the, the, the other brother that's in the attic. But then he says, it's another version of me. So... Was that all... Is that a lie, that it is a brother? Because I, I don't think we ever saw him as a kid. 
Yeah, I mean, you see him as a kid. Well, just... I, he looks like real young in yes. that, though. Yeah. But... Um, I right when I saw that vision, I was like, "Oh, they act like he does have a brother that is up locked up." In and that's that what I thought too. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think that's bad either way. Whether it's a metaphor of his like non-scared version of himself in the attic that's been locked away for however long, yeah, or it's really his brother. Either way, it doesn't matter because it's ruined by the next. Yeah. But two seconds later, when you see a ginormous penis in the... And when we say ginormous, this thing is like, it's house-sized. Yeah. It's, and it's huge. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It, like... With big, nasty teeth and yeah. a face. Yeah. Ugh, it's... And it's supposed to be his dad. It just... Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. No. Uh, I, the way I try to deco- uh like... That's when Jeeves shows back up. He Jeez. crashes in through the window. Yeah. The, oh, the yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. yes. You're right. Even though he should have been dead. He should have been dead. Yeah. He got shot he 78 times. Tripped in the, himself. And shot and himself, himself in the heart 40 times. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure all of that's fake and in Bo's mind because that gun also had, I don't know, 743 bullets in it. <laughs> I think you just keep track of <laughs> magazine rounds in movies. It w- it never stopped shooting. Yeah. Never. <laughs> Just I, see, shot but I, I didn't think anything oh. of it. I was just like, so, oh, the gun is firing. <laughs> but it made me think that it's not real. Yeah. Is is gotcha. what I'm getting at. Because, like, just that doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, and the fact that he's still alive doesn't make any sense. His, oh, and I can't believe Nathan Lane got me for a second. He's laying on the bed, and he's got the ankle monitor on, and Nathan Lane goes... Oh, that's just a thing to make sure you're healthy. Monitor your vitals. And I was like, oh, thanks, Dr. Nathan Lane. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> I think you're lying. <laughs> but got to make sure he doesn't leave. That's right. Yeah. I did like, there's a really good shot in this where Bo is on the phone with his attorney or with his mom's attorney. And you see a whole scene happening behind him with uh, Jeeves going crazy yeah. and and. Yeah, it would. That was good. I liked that. It was. A, it was a. It was a shot that I think fit the movie. Yeah, I do think they missed an opportunity to have. You keep on saying his name, Jeeves. Jeeves, Jeeves, like Jeeves. A, like a butler. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jeeves was following him to the uh, play. Yeah, they definitely could have had him in the background when you just see Joaquin Phoenix. There's definitely a moment where I'm like, oh, we're gonna see Jeeves like just run up and stab somebody. Oh, right. But they yeah, they He kinda stabs somebody. Like you just see a random knife throw yeah, across yeah. the <laughs> stage. But like they show like dark force behind Joaquin Phoenix for a solid like minute. Mm-hmm. And you I was really hoping it Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they kinda I think they kinda missed an opportunity there, but Sure. Whatever. Uh, there were way worse things. <laughs> um what do we think of the guy that he talks to at the play? The guy that he thinks it's his dad. Yeah. And he's like, your dad's alive. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that may have been the one sense of like realism. Julian Richings. I like him. Yeah. I think That's, that was like a sense of normalcy. His credited name is strange man. Bill Hader was the UPS guy. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Oh. I, the voice sounded familiar. He but. turns away. Yeah. During the thing, and uh-huh. I, I could, I could tell that it was him. <laughs> I just saw him. I saw. I watched the scene from a It Chapter Two recently, and he's he's good in that. It's been a while since I've seen either It movie yeah. or either three. They're good though. Yeah. 
Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Penis monster was weird. I think that really. Oh, strange guy. Sorry. We, we ruined. No, it's okay. But, yeah. I think that ruined the entire movie for yeah. me. I am trying to just decompartmentalize it as like, it's just a metaphor of you don't know what your dad is and yeah. like something like your worst nightmare being a penis monster is your dad, I guess. Yeah. Um, and like your mother was trying to keep that from you or something. Right. Um, but it didn't really, it, it's yeah. just, it just doesn't fit. I kind of had to just be like, okay, I got, cause as soon as I saw it and actually that's what made me think of hereditary. One of my, the biggest things with hereditary that I didn't like was that, there's a scene where they, like I said, it's been years since I saw this, so maybe you'll correct me, but there is a scene where they're in the attic and there's, they like search the whole attic. And then all of a sudden, like a second later, there's a bunch of naked old people in it and, and they're, there's, and they're stealthy. Like there's, it's, they're so quiet. They were there the entire time. Were they? You can, you can see them. It's so creepy. You see them in all the shadows. Oh, they're just white figures. Ugh. Yeah. I hate that. That's what so maybe makes I do so need good. to rewatch it. But maybe what I but what that and what made me think of that was it's one of those things when you see He seems to like addicts. Yeah. And decapitated people. Um That's fair. When you see it, I yeah, I had to decompartmentalize and just be like or come whatever one it is. And be like, uh, okay, there's just giant penis monsters in this movie universe, and you just have to accept it. But yes, like looking at it from as a whole or whatever, it is not a good choice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I really, really hate it. Um, the one thing I do like about the third act <laughs> is the mother, like making all this up. Yeah. All the whole confrontation and, yeah. and, and making up that she died Yeah, to like, see if he would come to her funeral to be an abusive mother. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that's what, like, that, that's another theme, I guess, but we don't know if it's real. Yeah. And that's what I yeah. just, what part of, what part of this movie is real and what part of it is not. Um, that's just what, I mean, I, maybe it's just all, none of it's real, but you can't yeah. have, I, I don't think you can make a movie where nothing is real. Cause I then think, you're I, just, that's like watching a movie in the end. It's just, a dream. Yeah. That's a nothing movie. There's no point in watching something where there is no reality set. Right. And I I think you can. I think there's at least one movie. It's that French horror movie from the 50s. But I think that. I haven't seen it. So yeah. Well, we should watch it. It's like 14 minutes long. Oh. Um, it's a. Uh, well, having 14 minutes be a dream and three hours being a dream and not matter is two very different things. Right. Yeah. But. You're you're right. You need to have because in this day and age, when people go watch movies, they always go in. I I think they always go in with the expectation of they're going to see something based in reality if it's using real people or it's not like a, a you know it's going to be fantasy and or something like that. and even if it's not based in our reality, it's based in a reality. Yeah, and, and this doesn't be, even feel like it's in a reality. And that's it's, and man, it's a made up reality in this person's head. Like yeah. for instance. I was like, this is a really cool, like, similar take to what Shutter Island is. Sure. You're watching yeah. this entire movie through the eyes of one person, and then re at the, the very end, changes. yeah, at the yeah. very end, they show you the reality of the world and what is actually happening. If they had somehow found a way, they didn't have to be as obvious and upfront as Shutter Island was. That's yeah. not, 
necessarily what you need, but you need to have some semblance of like, now that I have this information, I can now dissect what is real and what is not throughout the world that has been created in this movie because of this new information. And so you can figure it out. And I don't think you can. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's why I love the first act so much is because I feel like he's really getting there. Yeah. Like if he had kept going with, with the vibe that we had in the first act, I think this could have been great. Yeah. And, but then it just changes too much. I don't know what he had in mind. I, I really, I really don't know what he had in mind other than maybe he just wanted to show an overbearing mother. Yeah. But there's, I think there's there other ways you could have still had this be a overbearing mother that set all this weird setup of, of faking her death and faking the funeral, mm-hmm. having a awful lawyer and all of that stuff. Yeah. And still had it based on some sort of reality and, and had that theme and had the theme of guilt. Yeah. Without over the top craziness with um a large penis and a sex scene that, a person for, and it, there's no even if the thought was in his mind that he's gonna die yeah why does that mean that she dies yeah having sex like there's just no maybe that's the one thing that's worse than him dying mm-hmm. is her dying in that moment maybe but, yeah yeah um so the judgment scene at the end before we get there, we do have to admit that Joaquin Phoenix is peak male physique, though. <laughs> we see him in his yes. underwear multiple times yep. and chef's kiss. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. Um, but yeah, the last, yeah, we'll kind of wrap it up with I, I had, this last scene. Sorry, I, I, you saying that made me remember I had one more thing about Joaquin Phoenix, but I'm trying to remember what I want. He gets really beat up. He's naked a lot. You see yeah. his balls. Yeah, I Twice. don't. Yeah, I guess I. Oh, I, I it, it is in in like with the end though. I oh. tried to remember something happened earlier in the movie, <laughs> but anyway, continue. Well, I just said we can wrap up talking about oh. the end here and see if it actually made any sense. Yeah, or what? Uh, so the whole time we were watching this, you know, we both said in the beginning, Disappointment Boulevard would have been a better name for this movie, and. I agree. I say that because I think the whole time we were watching it, I was like, Bo, I'm not getting the vibe that like, yeah, he seems like a little freaked out by his mother, but maybe that's like, well, yeah, from the therapy session in the beginning, he's like got some mother issues or whatever. And I constantly was asking myself as we watched it, what, what is he afraid of? Like, what is he? He's doing all these things that I wouldn't say that he's afraid to do necessarily. He just kind of acts when he needs to. Yeah. And he, you know, he confronts the daughter who doesn't like him and is like, hey, we can switch. Like, this is your bed. So, and then busting out the window to escape the mom, going up to the the woman in the forest, all this stuff. He's doing these things that, like, I don't think you would say he's afraid to do. And then at the very end of the movie, when we see his defense, they show a video, the video clip of him in the mall or whatever. And that actor who plays her lawyer, I can't remember his name, but I like Richard kind. Uh, 
his name in this is Dr. Co. Oh, is he? He's the attorney. Ah, that makes sense. I knew that voice sounded familiar. Anyway, um, the defense just literally goes, he was afraid. And I'm yeah. like, oh, there it is. Bo's afraid. Yeah. You did it. Congratulations. I don't know. I, I, I think what you said earlier may make the most sense, which is just like the absolute worst thing that can happen is what's happening mm. to him. Mm-hmm. But even then, I don't see like how that, like, still just uh, it doesn't make any sense in reality. Like, I don't know. And it also doesn't, like. Yeah. The very end scene is, like, what's the worst thing that that can happen? All of the things that I'm guilty about in my life are being shown to a, a, a people and I'm being judged on them. Yeah. But it still just doesn't feel. No. It doesn't make me feel good. Like, that, that I, doesn't feel like that's what should be the what this movie is doing yeah yeah and not that it necessarily needs to give us like a happy ending per se like nothing about the movie suggests that there should be a happy ending no but it's it's too just i it's too and then this happened and he tries to escape the boat he can't his legs are stuck and then it rolls over and he dies Mm -hmm. and so it was just weird yeah well the ending is just it's just one of those that like it doesn't wrap anything up. Doesn't yeah. explain anything. It's just now he's dead because he's dead. Yeah, and and is he actually dead? We don't, who the yeah. fuck knows? We don't. <laughs> Not me. He didn't actually go into a cave and get judged by seven thousand people. Yeah. So like, what is real? I. That's also another problem. If you set up this entire world where nothing is real, then. The then, end isn't real. And that's what it is, man. If you're going to make a movie that is based in like metaphor and, and, and imaginative worlds and not real or not like in a realistic setting, you need a message. You need something. And yeah, maybe Ari Aster is secretly from Russia where every piece of art they've ever done for the past thousand years is guilt inspired. Uh, even if like that is your theme is guilt what are we supposed to take away from that? Yeah, guilt sucks, and we all experience it. And it's not even guilt on things that you should be guilty about. Exactly. Oh, for behaving like a like an actual person. And that you fed fish, but not the homeless person that tried to kill you for trying to get food from you. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, yeah, it's just all... It's overly confusing for no real payoff. And that's why the end isn't as good as I... Hoped. I thought it had a chance of really wrapping it all together. And I know so too. I think he dropped the ball. I and, and all of his previous films have really done a good job of wrapping up everything in the last 20 minutes. Um, specifically Hereditary. Um, because it all boils down to this one 20-minute section. And after you see that, everything else kind of throughout the movie lines up. And you can see how every single moment has led up and made this moment possible. Like, whereas this, I don't... This whole movie just could have been a five-minute movie of him on the boat. Yeah. That would have done the same effect. Yeah. That wouldn't have changed the ending at all. Well, and I, yeah, I kind of (laughs) wish we would have just gotten him, like, you know, his mom, I guess, gets her windpipe crushed is what happens. Yeah, or something. 
And then that's not how that works. I I don't know. You don't get choked and then get unchoked and then take and a then, big old deep breath and then die five seconds later. Yeah. And but I thought the camera was just going to go back to the shot of him and he was just going to be like, "I'm sorry" or something like that. And then credits were going to roll. Or he could have done anything. He could have smiled. He could have said, "I'm sorry." He could have been like, "Ah." He it could just show us a shot of him. And then in the movie. But maybe it's another Odyssey thing. I I don't know. I'd be interested. I don't know. To maybe at some point, thing. Ari Asher will try to kind of explain some stuff, and maybe I'll watch it. Maybe that'll make me like it more. Maybe it'll make me hate it more. Maybe film Twitter will be like, ah, I went and saw Bo's Afraid again, and I understood it. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was a weird laugh. <laughs> it's all good. Um, okay. I guess I'm ready for, for ratings here. Oh. If you're... I'm ready. Okay. You sound like you still had stuff you want to say. No. Uh, two and a half. It, it would have been a three had we, like, I could have forgiven Penis Monster a little bit more had we not gotten the judgment scene. But, no, we got judgment scene. Judgment scene was pretty rough. Yeah. That puts me at two and a half. I think... I wanted to put it at three and a half after watching it, mm-hmm. but I'll probably stick with three, yes. which is extremely disappointing. I'm sorry. I know what it's like to have something that you like become ruined. Well, I deal with that all the time with Star Wars, so. Oof, you do. You do know that. <laughs> I've seen my boy butchered multiple times oh. over and over and over again, <laughs> and I just have to take it because Kathleen Kennedy's in... The driving seat, so there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, not just her. It's Disney in general, but she definitely is not helping it. Uh, Disney sucks. Okay, that's it. <laughs> we know the uh, sound bite. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Next week um, is a movie that starts with an S and is only four letters long. I don't, I can't, I don't know how to say it. It's like what? Sulu or Silu. It's like a... It's like a different language thing, but oh, um, it's another A twenty four film, I believe. Really? Um, yep. It's about the uh, the guy that finds a big old stick of gold and goes on a murder spree because some <gasps> German soldiers yeah! try to steal it from him. Um, that's what we're doing next week. Seems fun and interesting. Uh, we're also going to be going to well, I'll be going to Doc back and we'll probably talk about that at least I for have a little to bit. Work again. Yeah. Um, so I might do a bonus episode on that. Might just talk about it for a few minutes beforehand. Don't know a hundred percent, but uh, be looking forward for those. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back um, next week. Have a good one, guys. Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello. What an idiot! What do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh...
your opinion, man. Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. No, none taken. <laughs>